Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Breakfast at Wimbledon has been extremely spicy. I'm Brian Weber in the singles final being played right now at Wimbledon. Reigning champion Novak Djokovic taking on Roger Federer. The players have split the first four sets, so it's tied at two sets apiece in the fifth, where it's five all as they play on in London. Federer hoping to win Wimbledon for the ninth time. Djokovic has captured four Wimbledon crowns. Baseball's about to get underway with five games starting. The Orioles host the Rays after the team split a doubleheader yesterday. Baltimore took game one, two, one. Stevie Wilkerson, the difference maker. Count of two and two. He drills one to center field. Center fielder goes back way out there. It's by the wall. He leaps and it's gone. Stevie Wilkerson has hit a two run homer to straightaway center and the Orioles have taken the lead. That's how it sounded on the Orioles radio network. In other action, the Yankees take on the Blue Jays. The Nets face the Phillies trying to complete a sweep. Washington's won four consecutive games. The division-leading Twins square off against the Indians. Minnesota's going after a sweep of their own. Mets take on the Marlins. Sunday night game, the World Series rematch. Red Sox and the Dodgers. This update is brought to you by Wrangler Performance Series, a collection of jeans and pants featuring a cover flex waistband and denim that flexes for comfort. Wrangler Performance Series, trying to pair today. Golf final round of the John Deere Classic in Illinois. Full coverage right now on Golf Channel. Andrew Landry and Cameron Tringali, co-leaders at 16-under with a one-shot advantage. American Century Celebrity Golf Championship. Defending champion Tony Romo has the lead. You can catch the stars shining from Lake Tahoe on NBC at 3 Eastern. This is NBC Sports Radio. If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. NBC News Radio, I'm John Jeffries. Federal immigration officials are expected to round up about 2,000 undocumented immigrants today in raids across the country. 
Immigration and Customs Enforcement will be targeting immigrants with final deportation orders in Atlanta, Baltimore, Chicago, Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New York City, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. Acting Commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection Mark Morgan says today's raids are about upholding the rule of law. The law needs to be enforced against anyone that is here illegally in this country, including those that have final orders of removal. Morgan, echoing what President Trump said on Friday, insists that the raids will be focused on criminals. Tropical Storm Barry is expected to dump up to two feet of rain in the Mississippi Valley today. The storm is losing strength and will likely be downgraded to a tropical depression. Forecasters warn, however, that it could still cause life-threatening flooding. John Jeffries, NBC News Radio. Aaron here from On the Brink Morning Show, where we talk about all that is engaging in the Inland Empire. News, politics, business, family, things to do, and so much more. Join us weekdays from 6 to 7 a.m. on KCAA 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, and 1050 AM, or on KCAARadio.com. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. That's right. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. Well, hello. It is time for Empire Talks Back. I am Wallace Allen. My mama Ruth is very proud of me. I just wanted to say that because sometimes we have a, a self-esteem issue and you know some of us need to have a very safe place to go to upgrade our self-esteem. And praise the Lord, my mama Ruth is one of those kind of places. I don't know where that came from this morning, but I'm happy to say it. And uh, that doesn't mean that uh, there are not other points of inspiration and a high level of light in my life. But my mama real special, so that's important. And... Um, Today, we're going to talk a little bit about everything, and one of the things that keeps coming up to me is excuses. Uh, what do we use to brace ourselves against the truth of who we are and what we really want in life and why we sometimes can just pull the cover up and roll over and stay in bed a little longer, despite the fact that we've got aspirations, and we've got inspirations, and we've got situations that require us to get our butt up and get out here and go to work. So we want to do those things. We want to push you to be uh, all that you can be because that's important to the rest of us. You know, I, I, I don't want you being sick. I don't want you being unhealthy. I don't want you being narrow-minded simply because you know that your resistance is low and you're not don't, with the energy to do things. Hey, we got to get into a healthy lifestyle. Because no matter 
what you're trying to do. If you're healthy, you'll be able to do it a little bit better. Here in California, where you've got, you know, you got to pay for all of this beauty that we're around. You, see, you, know, you, do, you can't just get the sunshine and the beach and the cool breezes and all of that stuff for free. You got to pay for it with an earthquake now and then, you know. We got we to gotta pay for it with a, with a fire now and then. We got to pay for it with something that says you got to get involved, be involved, make sure that the things that you want are things that you talk about and visualize and get up out of that bed and <laughs> go make happen. Now, why am I talking about that? Well, there's some things that are going on that we are very impressed about. You know, people have to do these events. Uh, they have to put things in front of them and move toward making those things happen. And, and that's generally what goes on. Big question of the day is reparations. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Don't go out the door. Reparations. What is reparations? That's when you uh, repent, pay somebody back, say, uh, forgive me, but then don't just say, forgive me. Don't just say, I'm sorry. You really give them something to fill the hole, the void that you created by being whatever it was you were that created the pain that makes them justify the scream for reparations. Slavery. Now, let's not talk about that. People don't want to pay for reparations there. Let's talk about the Japanese internment in America during World War II. Everybody can, well, not everybody. Most of us can say, wow, the inconvenience. Just think one day Japanese people were full-fledged Americans going to school, going to work, making their contribution, and the next day they were considered enemies of the state pulled into concentration camps. Well, they call them settlement, resettlement. But concentration camps here in America ripped away from their businesses, ripped away from their homes. And when we, we, and I have to say we, you and me, oh, oh you weren't there, you didn't make the decision. No, no. You're an American. The decision was made in America's name, and it's a we. Excuse me for hollering. Okay, so we did that. And when we decided that, no, I guess they're still our friends and family and neighbors and folks that we trusted and did all good things with in the past, so we're going to let them come home. Oops, home ain't there no more. Gosh. Yeah, somebody moved into your house, took your business. And, but, ah, okay, so, eh, what, 20, 30, 40 years later, we come up with some money for some Japanese people, but at least it was the thought. No, and sometimes it was even more important than that. So reparations, we, we've dealt with that before. But my big question is this. Well, it's not my question. It's a lot of people's questions. And we're going to ask them as we go along. I, I don't want to scare you guys, but I do want to prepare you for the fact that all of the things you've been dreaming about, all the things that you've wanted, man, I'm telling you, they're getting ready to show up. Well, not really show up, but the opportunity for you to go get them is going to show up. You have to be sure what it is, though, that you want. Have you figured that out? Okay, so, so I know we've all had the idea of the genie in the bottle, that if the genie in the bottle came to my house or if I was able to find him and pull him out of the bottle and rescue him, and he says, well, Wallace, you got a, a wish. You got a wish. You know, you can make a wish. Well, I'll I tell you what, since I'm so stupid and haven't figured out what I really want, I'm going to say, I want all of my wishes to be true 
if they're really the wish that I want and not going to cause me a problem. And so I wish that I had the power to make a wish come true and then have that wish go away if it wasn't a good wish. And I want a lot of them. Yeah, come on, guys. That's not the way to build the world. Now, I can promise you that the opportunity of the lifetime is going to show up. And maybe somebody with a lot of money, maybe somebody with a lot of resources, a lot of influence, maybe somebody that says, what do you want? Because they're able to help you get it. Now, what are you going to want? Now, I need you to think about that before we go back into the conversation a little later about reparations. Because mm, if you want something bad enough, would you really want to wait for somebody who kicked you in the butt to decide that they're so sorry about kicking you in the butt that they're going to give you some money? <laughs> Whoo, that's a good one. Okay, so, so you got to look out for yourself and your family and your friends and all those people that you say you love and care about and all those good ideas that you're going to sleep with. Uh, we need you to wake up with them. And, and Okay. I have with me this morning, Attorney Allison Bracey. How are you, Allison? I'm doing great. Thank Wonderful. you. Wonderful. It's great to see you. Uh, I, I meant to introduce you about 10 minutes ago, but I got started on this, on this thing here. Uh, Allison is an attorney. Allison, tell us about the firm that you work with and specifically the things that that particular firm does. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm working now with Collins, Collins, Marin Stewart. It's a um, firm, and I'm based in Rancho Cucamonga. And um, we're primarily doing architectural and engineering law, which is totally different than what I was doing before. But okay. um, it's very interesting line of work. Um, I've actually recently partnered with NSBE, which is the National Society of Black Engineers, to, to do some, um, you know, some legal seminars for them. And so it's it's a good opportunity, and it's a. It's what a are great some of problem. the issues in architectural uh, design and engineering and? and uh, 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 litigation? Well, uh, funny enough, um, when people get in accidents or when injuries happen on premises, they always go back to blame the architect or the engineer. And so in a lot of cases, um, even in simple car accident cases, there's instances where people will find out that the road was designed by a certain engineer hmm. or a certain um, company, and then they'll bring that, that company into, um, into the lawsuit. <clears throat> and so what we're doing is, um, you know, just defending architects and engineers in terms of their design um, or their, you know, engineering or... Could I sue somebody like just because the freeway is designed <laughs> in a manner that gets crowded and clogged up every day? I mean, you've just given me a point of enthusiasm. You know, it, there, a there lot of people do it. A lot of people do it. But, you know, in terms of, like, freeways, uh, those are usually designed by, like, public entities. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like Caltrans or the county, whatever county you're in. And they have a lot of immunities. Um, you know, there's a lot of governmental immunities that protect, uh, you know, government agencies from those types of lawsuits. And so, you know, in most instances, a lot of the lawsuits get dropped. So, so those, so we have a, 
an excuse uh, sheet mm -hmm. for certain people that says, regardless of what happens, they're immune from prosecution, right. immune from any level of responsibility yeah. on this deal. I mean, there's exceptions, of course, to mm -hmm. all immunities for government agencies, but uh, there are a lot of immunities that apply. I am very, uh, good morning, Tammy martin Riles. How you doing, girl? Ma'am, lady, I have to be <laughs> so careful how I do these things now. Oh. PG&E. Mm -hmm. Northern California's uh, electricity provider, right? Um, and I don't know, I don't know how no, how nervous this has Southern Cal Edison, but PG&E is being sued and blamed for fires and actually mm -hmm. having to try to create a whole new insurance structure mm -hmm. to deal with winds and fires and things of that sort. Right. Um, I. What are our chances down here? I mean, what's that? What does that look like? Uh, well, I we think just blame them, <coughs> and uh, I'm surprised how they quickly have been able to accept the blame and decide to blame us and charge us more money. Well, you know, I think up north, PG&E pretty much had, you know, clear liability. They had some issues with their, you know, w they basically have been determined to have caused a lot of the fires. But in terms of SCE, SCE gets sued a lot. A lot. Okay. I mean, I see them in a lot of the cases that I'm working on, and, you know, it's anything from where they place their poles on the road to how they, um, you know, design some sort of underground, um, you know, aspect of the utility. And, um, you know, they don't necessarily have immunities because they're not a government agency. They're a privately owned um, company. And so, you know, they get sued just like any other company. And Don't say just like any other company. <laughs> that scares me now. <laughs> we don't all want to get sued yeah, just because yeah. we're companies. Yeah. But that's, that, that, that's the deal. I guess there's a, a lot for us to be concerned about. Take a short break. When okay. we come back, we'll talk more to Allison Bracey, attorney Allison Bracey, about yeah, just a little legal stuff and the uh, James T. Fields, <laughs> Richard, Richard T. Fields Bar Association. Yes. Richard T. Fields Bar Association. That uh, is having an installation on August 3rd. We'll be back. We'll talk about that and other things. I never planned on losing my job, but we all know life can change in an instant. And losing my family's health insurance was an even tougher pill to swallow. So I looked into Cobra, but too pricey. Then I found out I could enroll through Covered California, where I was able to choose from good health insurance companies I've actually heard of. I even got help paying for it. There's a limited time to qualify after losing your insurance. So check out CoveredCA.com today. Covered California. It's more than just health care. It's life care. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. This is Empire Talks Back. I am Wallace Allen. We've been joined by Tammy Martin Rouse. Of course, the mood master, Mr. Anthony Garcia, is here. And we are speaking with attorney Allison Bracey. Allison, 
you are uh, going to be installed as, yes. are you going to be the president, vice no. president? What, what's the, uh, <laughs> you know, we are, tell us about our advancement here with the uh, Richard T. Fields Bar Association, and then tell us about that bar association. Okay, um, yeah, I'm being installed actually as just uh, the secretary on the board, board member. Um, Not just secretary now, <laughs> secretary, that's an important <laughs> position. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. I think it's an important position. And um, But Richard T. Fields is a bar association primarily for um, African-American attorneys in the Inland Empire, and it extends to both to San Bernardino and Riverside County. And um, so, <laughs> I'm not sure why you're laughing. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. You just <laughs> um, but Richard T. Fields is actually, um, <clears throat> it's funny that he was um, the first African-American judge in Riverside County. And this didn't happen in the 80s or 90s, or it happened in the year 2000. Um, and so that's, that's an interesting little tip. He was subsequently, he, he's now um, on the Court of Appeals in Riverside. Oh, okay. uh, he, he was um, appointed in that position in 2017. And so, um, yeah, we, we do MCLEs, we do outreach, we work with, um, you know, law students and kids that are in college that want to go to law school and uh, just do community outreach. And we are also doing a gala in, um, in coinciding with the installation we're also doing an awards gala which is on <clears throat> august 3rd at the ontario double ontario double tree um ontario airport and it's from six to nine tickets are 85 dollars, and we have other sponsorship opportunities in terms of purchasing tables or placing ads in our brochure and so um we're giving award three awards out one is to the attorney of the year who is Daima Calhoun. Uh, she's presently a Riverside County DA. She's been in that position for a while. She's actually uh, one of the supervising district attorneys there. Oh, talking here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, she also, that's better. Okay, and she, she also, the reason why we picked her is because she does, um, every Christmas Eve, she does a program where she gives out um, sleeping bags over in Riverside at the river bottom. Um, to homeless people and some other things. That's like a yearly event that's kind of gotten bigger every year, and she's she's kind of head, heading that. We're also giving the um, jurist of the year, the judge of the year, to Kimberly Appaloo, who is um, a San Bernardino native. Uh, she is on the Superior, uh, Superior Court, San Bernardino Superior Court judge. She, her experience was family law before she became a judge, um, and so a lot of people have known her for that, and she's obviously in the family law court. How many attorneys uh, are in the uh, Bar Association, the Richard T. Fields Bar Association? Uh, I'm not sure of the exact numbers. Approximate. Um, I would say I would over 100. Are you serious? Yeah, I would say that. And most of those are local, or does how far does that membership uh, represent? Uh, the membership probably represents beyond Riverside and San Bernardino counties. Southern um, California primarily? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, in terms of San Bernardino and Riverside, there are a lot of African-American attorneys here. And uh, they're sprinkled. A lot of them are in government agencies working for, you know, the district attorney or working for the public defender. There's a lot of people, a lot of attorneys, black attorneys who are solo practitioners. 
And then there's attorneys like me that are working at larger firms. And so, you know, it's a good opportunity to not only network with other African-American attorneys, but also to, you know, expand your your network in terms of when you need someone that does criminal defense, you know where to go. Or if you need someone who does, you know, architectural engineering like me, you know where to go. And so I think it's a great bar association. And um, if there's any attorneys out there listening, please feel free to visit our website if you're interested in joining. Join us at our gala. We'll have a membership table there as well. There are uh, obviously reasons that the black community would be proud to hear that there is a, a bar association of, uh, for black attorneys and that you, know, you, you guys come together. Is there uh, a concern within the association about black issues uh, or are we gathering because of <laughs> yeah, you know well I think there's uh, a pressure there's a there's a peer pressure to say yeah. hey we should be together uh, that pressure sometimes says we should be together because uh, we can combine our resources and mm -hmm. do better for ourselves or there's a re there's a reason to come together because you sense a benefit to the community yeah uh, where are we with the uh, Richard T Fields Bar Association I think it's a little bit of all those things okay. I mean ultimately um, you know the National Bar Association is the the national level black bar association mm -hmm. and you know it was created as a alternative to the American Bar Association a long time ago just to, to just to be able to have a resource for black attorneys and so within each region or which within each state you know there was kind of like a development of a local chapter it's, a local organization as, as we that. know not only with the bar association that there is a, a white one and a black one mm -hmm. and the white one has some black people in it I'm sure and yeah. the black one probably has some white people in mm -hmm. it right yeah okay so was the creation a result of Jim Crow? Uh, wh wh why do we, I mean, there's a black American Legion group, just <laughs> like there's a white American Legion group. These guys fought in the same war. Uh, where, where, where are we with this? Why, why do we, Well, I and think I'm, I'm leading you somewhere now. You have to know that all <laughs> I of think my exposure a lot of to it, attorneys yeah. like you has got me able to ask yeah. a leading question. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, ensuring that, you know, we're constantly looking at diversity within, because obviously we can go to the San Bernardino County Bar Association, which has two. We have a Riverside County Bar Association, but, you know, are they dealing with issues that um, affect African-American attorneys? Because, at you know, even though <clears throat> we are attorneys, you know, just like everyone else is, we um, we we have this. We we're, we have to identify. You have this with commonality with people right. who are not attorneys, right? And you don't have big signs on your car that says "attorney," <laughs> so the police may be just as kind, inclined to <laughs> profile you as anyone else. Yeah, that's a good okay. point. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I mean, and looking within these different and profiling is good sometimes, you know, because if I'm out, my wife profiles <laughs> at the grocery store constantly. When she's looking for a watermelon, she's looking for that nice brown <laughs> sweet spot on it. You know, yeah. so profiling and recognizing certain aspects of things, you know, it, it's kind of what we do. Yeah. I think we probably profile the uh, American Bar Association and say, hmm, maybe not quite strong enough for my immediate <laughs> black needs. <laughs> and, and I have a gentleman that effectively said, no, these gentlemen 
black workers need to be able to access these jobs because mm -hmm. federal monies are coming into it right. and we have paid federal taxes we should be able to access our money ac access these jobs based right. on the taxes right. somehow that affirmative action quest worked there in philadelphia and became a model but somehow that model ended up working much better for white women than actually <laughs> black folk period and yeah. i'm not i'm not uh, and, and here's probably the reason how can you tell somebody's black? Uh-oh, what'd you say, Wallace? <laughs> <laughs> okay. DNA? How do I we, don't know. Okay, so, I, so when you said we have the, <laughs> you know, the uh, Richard T. Fields Bar Association <laughs> is primarily for black attorney, African-American attorneys, yeah. I started laughing because with our conversation earlier about reparation, how do we know who's African-American? How do we know who's black? Mm -hmm. As, uh, as, as uh, Mr. McConnell stated earlier in the week that he and Obama had something in common, both of their ancestors were slaveholders. Slave he kind of forgot though that half of Obama's ancestors also were slaves which indicates either incest or rape. I don't know, but uh, probably both. Uh, how do we, how have we gotten to this point where <laughs> African-Americans, black folk, reparations, I'll tell you what, if tomorrow, tomorrow's Monday, uh, Congress is in session, actually mm -hmm. they can do it today, uh, they said reparations. We're going to have reparations. We are going to pay reparations. And our only quest now is to determine who we give it to and how we give it. Yeah. Now, if that doesn't throw us into a level of confusion and, and non-effective uh, decision opportunities, I don't know what does. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe Tammy could tell us how to do that stuff. I don't know. Uh, maybe somebody could call in 909-792-5222 and give us some type of solution to, to, to that potential. Uh, well, I mean, just bringing it back to black organizations. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, I think none of them are necessarily ex exclude white people or non-black people, non-African-American people. Yeah. Um, it's just, do you identify with the issues that we've identified as being, you know, core values that we're trying to, you know, look into? or things that we're trying to change. And so I think it's like, do you identify with the black community? That is also a question. I think the things that most of the black community really wants is what everybody ultimately wants. Uh, and, and, and we're not really talking about special things so much as being able to have normal things, yeah. normal access to uh, opportunity, normal access to Normal access to self-esteem and pride may be the mm -hmm. hardest thing for us to access because there's been such a concentrated, deliberate, and effective effort to downplay the importance of black people. So we're going to talk about more things, and I, you know, this is Empire Talks Back.
And you guys can talk back. 909-792-5222. We'll be back right after this. There's been so many things that held us down. CAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen. Uh, the mood master just said something about somebody having a big head. What's funny about that? Boy, you need to have him. That's my man. But he, whoo wee, he's got a lot of brains. Um, Tammy Martin Rouse has joined us. During, prior to the break, we were discussing um, the difficulty of identifying black people in terms of reparations, in terms of uh, rewards, in terms of the fact that a black family reunion, I have ne I've been to a lot of them, and uh, they tend to range in appearance from people who, I mean, they look like everybody. Tammy, can you think of anybody that would be, have you ever seen anybody kicked out of a black reunion, a black event, anything like that? When you I, say a black reunion, it's called black reunion, well, or is okay, it called a family reunion? Okay, family reunion, but here we are. Uh, we have on April 3rd, coming in Moreno Valley, uh -huh. a African-American family reunion. No, this year. August. You said August. April. Did I say April? August. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> see, how, see how important it is to have an attorney with you? Okay, she hooked me up and said, nope, it's August. Oh, no, she bagged me up with the facts. <laughs> That, see, because if truth she wasn't here, the truth he would have swear. See what I'm saying? The truth came out. Oh, okay. Okay, okay that it's All August right. 3rd, but it's an African American family reunion, and and yes, because it's called family reunion, uh, it maybe make it very hard. It's called African American family reunion. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. And my question is, and you you pointed out a good issue there that if there was a meeting said black, you know, maybe people would only show up based on the tone of their skin they may not let you in there girl because you ain't uh -huh. black you, know, you got that okay copper tone. but if it's a family reunion i would expect to see people from blue 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 black all the way over to ain't sal who nobody would know she was white matter of fact mm -hmm. the only people that know she's black don't know she's is the black folk she's mm -hmm. passing they say back in the 30s and 40s that we probably uh transisted some 25% of the black population into the world of white people because they looked white enough to pass. Mm. And many of those people probably were able to keep on and not yeah. have any children and not have that thing kicked back. But it may explain some of these really curly-haired, freckle-faced white people that we see. Okay, so what, what's your question? I didn't make one at that point. <laughs> I just, what's I your just question, laid Wallace? something out. Is it, ha, philosophically, black people accept everybody into the family could you go to a family reunion and ever 
sense that somebody wasn't black, regardless of what they looked like? Well, what's the definition of black? That's the point. That's the, exactly, that is the point. Because if is we are talking about reparations. Is it 30%? If they is were, it 40%? I mean, my it's whole. It's not a drop anymore. It's, yeah. not, it's not a so, drop. <laughs> so the whole thing, you know, I can, I, I, I can show you cousins that are Creole that you might think are white. All the way. You know, but don't have an ounce of Anglo-Saxon in their blood. But the, the, the point I'm trying to, to drive home is what is black? Yeah, there isn't. Could it be a cultural? of co Because now people can live a black culture and still not be black, but all they identify is black. Mm -hmm. Because they were, they only hung around black people. They grew up in an area where they were nurtured by black women and black men, and they had black friends. So are they not black? Can they not come? I've, I've, they've always been welcome at anything I've gone to. So what's your question? Well, my question is how do we keep this barrier that we've got? How do we extend the conversation like we're doing now? Uh, there is still... Barrier means that there's like a medium in between us. So what do you mean by barrier? You're trying to keep a barrier? I'm trying to explain the existence and wonderment of Jim Crowism in the year 2019 uh, as it exists. Yes. Well, How that barrier was real high. So are you trying to keep that barrier up? Or we no, I'm trying to pronounce that it's there and I'm wondering why. Well, I think with, with reparations, though, you'd have to have some sort of analysis to determine who's black and who's not. Yeah. I mean, it, it couldn't just go with culture or who you identify with. I think it'd have to be something more on the lines of biological. <laughs> 20 years ago, discussing reparations was, a, was a, a backroom conversation with black folks and a few real, real radical white people. Mm -hmm. Now it is a common conversation amongst... Democrats candidates. who are running for president. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that, I don't know, there's two things. One from deep in my black heart is like, well, they're just trying to wait till black folk is uh, are so uh, uh, blended that there is none and we can't say who they are and they'll end up giving reparations. They will end up giving reparations to the two or three people who are still Okay, well, tell me this. What, what is the method that they use for the Native in Indians for tribal uh, reparations Ooh, that's and That's a good income? question. What do they use? Don't well, they use the mitochondria? Well, yeah. you know no. what? The, they do. do they? Yes. Okay, well, wait a minute. Then how come some people who've been in the tribe for so long, after the tribe gets a little reparation, they get kicked out of the tribe? You that's behavior, that? right? Well, no, we're talking about... No, uh, okay, so behavior's still going to be involved in this. Native, well, I'm just saying, how do they use, what method they use to identify Native Indian? Because I guarantee you, you ain't getting that money. You're not getting that check, oh. right? Oh. Unless you are yeah. but you, but you, But you could have suffered the same cultural disadvantages uh, in the tribe as a tribe member. And then as the money comes in and we get to the point of everybody's wanting to be a member and we finally go into this methodology that you're discussing and we find out that, ooh, you've been around a long time, but you don't have the right 
No, but we're not talking mm. about. But we are because yeah. that's that's what occurs when that battle takes place about uh, who can come in. Who can come in? Now so I gotta try to eliminate you. Well, by something else. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. Resource. He put it together on. And I'm asking that question because there are resources out there, mm -hmm. and we're finding that there are people who want to give away or invest in change. And do we have ideas to represent the change? Mm -hmm. If we were given reparations or access reparations or funding for economic development at a what large level, do, do we have the ideas, the business plans, the real capability, uh, the understanding to take advantage of, of, of those resources and really build our community. And if we've got that, do we really want to wait? Tammy, I, I know that you support many things. Would you support an organization that said, we are here to build up our America through revitalizing the potential of our black community and I'm asking for $100 from everybody that wants to do that and a plan. So what, two, 3,000 people, 5,000, 10,000 people putting that together would put some type of funding together? I know that we have sororities and fraternities that have millions of members. We have churches that have millions of members. That you can bring them to the table. Well, the fact, the fact that they are a member in the organization said they've agreed about something. The members of that church, they've agreed about something. Does the, does the plight no, or no, the no. potential of who we are okay. bring us enough to bring us together enough to but, economically work but together? I think, on but I think this is the key that you hit. Okay. Okay. I think that when we're asking for something, we're putting a blanket out there. Um, who will grab onto this? And I think we're speaking to individuals. But I think, like, when we start speaking to organizations, when you said, like, sorority, mm -hmm. if you're speaking to a sorority, if you're not speaking to NAACP as overall, if you're speaking to RT um, Richard T. Fields, Fields mm -hmm. uh, I knew what it was, I'm just I know you did. But <laughs> RT Fields, if you're speaking to an organization, I think it's better to get better results because now you have the head who is now the visionary saying that this is what we as an organization need to support. And then it comes through a funnel through that way. But when I think when you start think, uh, speaking to individuals, that's where it gets lost. Because now it's, oh, you want I. You, you want I. And a lot... <laughs> Well, I'm just being honest. <laughs> right, that's what I want you to do. Because a lot of eyes exist under a big group, meaning right. we. And so um, when you say give and there's something, there's nothing for free. That mm -hmm. means people either got to come out and do something, put out something, put out a dollar, put out something over here. I'm, I'm just saying, I think we have to start hitting major groups. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. We have to get major groups involved that say, we want, we as NAACP want to jump on this to support. And now we as RT Fields, we're going to, even though we have our own separate thing we got going over here, but we're going to jump in and support as an organization, mm -hmm. you see? Because it's easy for RT Fields to say, well, your membership is um, $500, but it's going to be $600 next year because 100 of those dollars are going to go 
blah, blah, blah. See how creative right. we get when we start talking about it? Ooh. But when you telling people, no, I need you individually to now right. do 100 right. But the thing, too, that you said was that if we go to groups, we have a leadership council right. that yes. has a vision, and usually any group is going to have ranges of folks who uh, of commitment. And leadership usually... Uh, we can, tend, can tell their leadership because they tend to get installed, <laughs> okay? And, and that leadership is who has the opportunity to talk to their followers, to, right. to, to the rest of the group, mm -hmm. to, uh, to uh, influence them to... to and I, I love your idea. Y'all are taking membership already. Just add another 15% of 10%, and let's use it for something that is... Well, for the glory of our future. What's stopping us from doing that now? Like, do we have to wait for reparations? I to think do, marketing. I, I think it's so exciting like because no. we we see things now that are marketed on on the what is it the you fund me kind of stuff. I mean, people have demonstrated that they're willing to give to things if they get excited about right. what it what what the movement is. And I don't know. I I don't really think there's a great attraction to the word reparations because it. It uh, it causes emotional conflict and and because we don't all understand it. The Unless same you way. change and the I, word. I think from my Unless generation, I don't. It doesn't mean a lot to me. Like I'm 40 years old, so I've been hearing that word reparations mm -hmm. my entire life. Yeah. And so it hasn't happened up to to now. So I don't have any expectations. Even though, like you said, presidential candidates are talking about it. It, it you know it's kind of like the black president thing. Like we never thought it would happen. Maybe it will happen this time. Oh, how wonderful to be. Think about <laughs> reparations and repairing and all of that. We're going to talk more about it right after this break. Folks, we're going to repair. You know, we say, we're going to make the world better. We're going to repair. We're going to fix a few of the holes and, and get out our needle and thread and sew it together. Give us a call, 909-792-5222. If you've got a solution, if not, There's keep your pen and paper on, write it down, because I think we're going to come up with one. We'll be right back. But now it seems like things are Covered California knows that one moment can change your life. That moment you say, I do. That moment you meet your baby for the first time. Or even that moment you lose your job and your health insurance along with it. For those times when life changes, we've got you covered. Covered California lets you choose from brand name health plans, and you may even get help paying for it. Your enrollment period is limited, so find out if you qualify by getting free expert help at CoveredCA.com today. Covered California. It's more than just health care. It's life care. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. All right, we are back. I need to remind you that your Labor Day weekend plans have been established. 
you uh, you oh, just yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. know. Yes. You didn't know, maybe, but you are going to be attending the uh, IE Jazz Experience yes. at the uh, Arrowhead Country Club on Parkside Avenue in San Bernardino. Yes. This will take place on the 31st of August as well as the 1st of September. This is going to be, I can't even name all of the people that are going to be there because I can't read this thing because my glasses won't let me. But you can go to the IEJazzExperience.com and you will be able to see the the lineup. You'll be able to see how to buy your tickets. There's going to be a VIP. There's a, a wine tasting. As a matter of fact, one of the places that we were going to park cars, they said you guys would be too influenced by the wine to allow you to park there. So we made other arrangements. So there'll be shuttle parking, uh, but there will be wine tasting. And there's a kid's zone. And it's going to be fun. So IEJazzExperience.com for more information about that. And I was mentioning earlier that we do have a African-American family reunion, and that's going to take place on August 24th. I told you August 3rd, <laughs> but it's August 24th, Tammy. Lord. And <laughs> it's at the Town Gate Park in uh, Moreno Valley on Ellsworth Street. Yes, there is. No. Ve no, there is always vegan water. food. There's always going to be some water and a good vegan knows that the way to be sure that there's always vegan food is to carry to some it. fruit with them. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to have to Anthony, talk to you Denise. need to come to the I'm microphone if Denise you're going to make those. Uh, play, the, play the bass, man. Come I'm on. A, I'm a, I'm a Maybe a vegan Denise. vendor could be invited. A vi you should, you yeah. should uh, as usual. <laughs> there is a such thing as vegan pork chops. You could probably go to the restaurant known as really? the mm -hmm. uh, the Happy Family. Uh, yeah. They will. They have decided that they're willing to to uh, create yeah. vegan a uh, vegan fare around the things that you have been killing yourself. Now with. let me say this. Let me give a shout out. Biola's is bringing a vegan menu. Oh, so they're gonna have nice. like vegan steak and different things like that. I don't know if they're through with it. But I'll get with Elizabeth. But they have a full vegan menu coming. Is wow. that is that? Let me ask. Is so there a way to have a vegan pancake? They're gonna have a lot of vegan options. Very on there. good. Yes. Very good for Biola's. Yes. <laughs> That's and excellent. I think that you know, with them being right at the airport, a lot of international people coming in. You know, they got China Airlines. They got uh, so many different uh, nationalities coming to those hotels. They have a variety of diets. So um, they would, they're in the perfect position. Right. Yeah, to uh, Biola's Southern Style Cuisine is that? Yeah, Soul yeah. Food Cuisine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, and they're they're on Holt Boulevard, and once again, B E O L A. In case yes. you want to look it up with, uh, yes. at uh, on your. Yeah. Google there you go, Lisbeth. Like got a shout out for you <laughs> with that vegan menu coming. So then, because I can't really spend too much time there. I love my sister, but I can't spend a whole lot of time there. There's nothing really for me to eat unless we get real creative, but I can come and buy a meal or two now. Very good, very mm -hmm. good. Okay, so the question mm -hmm. is. Mm -mm. What size? <laughs> like mac and cheese? No, cheese. Oh, cheese. Mm -hmm. Cheese, right, Yams? okay. Mm -mm. They, no, I don't do butter. Vegan is, <laughs> vegan is, from what I understand, plant-based food totally, Yes. right? Okay, mm -hmm. uh, the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian is? No, no meat or dairy. Vegetarian, no very vegetarians eat meat. No. I'm asking. 
I don't know. Well, but, no, but dairy. See, let me let me say this. Uh, I'm gonna bring like a little vocab list because there's so many different. There's probably about ten different vegetarians. You know, you got your pescatarian, you got your lato, blah blah blah. You okay, got your so that's kind of like so you got a black a per person. They just don't eat meat, <laughs> but they it. might. Or they might eat a certain type of right, meat. Or right, they right. only do seafood. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. I just only do this outside of it. Well, one of the things that I like about the concept of being a vegan as opposed to eating a cow is that it has such a green effect in terms of our environment. Uh, the, the, the cost of the beef is really much higher than the pound that you're paying for. Yes. The the uh, the methane gas, the use of our uh, of the fertilizers and all that stuff that's required to to to, to uh, <laughs> grow the uh, food that the cow eats. So I guess the thing that we're saying is get the protein from the fruit, skip the cow, and we might be able to or save the cow a little got bit. Got it of from the the, the you, If you're getting protein from an animal, you just it's it's just third party. But it's once again, it seems to be as hard to define a vegan and or a vegetarian as it is a black person. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, let me say this. Let me say this. Yeah. Um, I was at Sage uh, <laughs> Bistro, um, and um, listen, is, it it may be hard for us to define a black person. But but wait. But let me take you back to Mississippi in 1952. That's okay, I still. No, it's important. Y'all. This is important <laughs> because a lot of people thought they escaped when I said it's hard to define a black person. A lot of people are running around saying, "Ooh, what is he? What is she? Oh, oh, the census yeah. says I've got 17 categories that I can be in other than black. Take your behind back to Mississippi in 1952, and if they tell you a black behind to go to the back door, you are an African-American or a Negro or something other than white. Now, that's how I define, are you black? I go back to 1952 oh, Mississippi, and their definition, and it was color-based. Mm -hmm. It was not based on culture. It was color-based. Mm -hmm. Well, it did, it did, if you were really light-skinned, it did check your nose and your lips. But see, Somehow, but now fast-forward. You're in 2019. Fast, fast you're yeah. going to take away a lot of people's benefits when you start saying that because a lot of people have been this passing. Is why, this is and, why I'm going to answer right. Allison's question right. about <laughs> do I want to wait for reparations and the qualifications that they did that they set up to help decide who gets it? Right. No. Right. I'm saying right now, anybody who feels that there's an injustice in America based on color, come on, folks, let's work together. Let's put together some money and help the people who are so, right. so down self-esteem-wise that they are willing to blow up a building, stand in the middle of the street, do something what we would call crazy because they have been driven crazy that doesn't make sense we have the power to be inclusive we've demonstrated that our family reunion at the black family reunion demonstrates that emphatically no white person has ever been kicked out of a black family reunion nobody that looks white has ever been kicked out of a well, let me go back. I have to take it back up to the NAACP. Some white people got mad because a white woman decided she wanted to be black, <laughs> right. and then they made the black she people get mad person. and get rid of her, when in fact that ally 
has been always important in the development and the, and the movement of black folk. It's <laughs> white people that want to under, and be just. Um, be just. How could we? How Harry could Tubman we, had help along that. Every absolutely. Right. Okay. Absolutely. And and we don't want to allow ourselves to be pushed off into an attitude or a description that says, "Way well, they black, they don't like white folks." Folks, white folks, don't you go for that. Don't you get to thinking that when we start talking about black issues and the movement to make America as great as it could be because of the asset that black people truly are, the talents, the things that we can provide, have provided despite, not because of, but despite America's attitude? Come on, man. Come on over here and party. We got you. We are not chasing you away and the things that we want for us we want for you. Yeah. And if you are a poor white man, that should mean something to you. You should stop identifying with the same people that stick in your head in the toilet and flushing it, yeah. just like they do everybody there's else. A, Excuse the graphic. There's a difference between sympathy and empathy. Right. And so when I talk to white people, say, I totally understand how you feel. No, let me tell you. Now, you can sympathize but you cannot empathize unless I put some makeup on you and told you to be that way for six months, go in the bank, try to get certain things done, try to get other stuff. Now I want you to live that way for six months, then come and talk to me. <laughs> and, and that's okay, but I'm just saying no, but that's, and that's empathy critical. is two and, different things. And yeah. as a teacher, you just did it again with empathize and sympathize. Yeah, yeah you got to be in my shoes to empathize. You gonna stay in your shoes and stay superior and throw me a nickel <laughs> from the top floor as you sympathize? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what we want. That's not who we are. And as we have this discussion and everybody's exposed to it nationally about reparations, it's another way of saying, wait. Encourage your, I say, encourage your candidates and your local people to come up with something else. Another word that, that, that's more immediate, that another, another concept that's more, ex, that's more inclusionary. Something that gives a chance for us to start now doing what we want to do based on what we have access to right now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Don't wait for the nickel. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Don't wait for the nickel. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. So we, we, we've got uh, things that are taking place. Uh, there is a, okay, we went to the family reunion, Richard T. Fields mm -hmm. Bar Association. I think we should state the dates again. What's, uh, what's okay, mine is uh, August 3rd, which is a Saturday, Doubletree Hotel, Ontario Airport. Um, you can purchase tickets at R.T. Fields Bar Association website and this ticket it, it, you're buying the ticket to the gala gala it, it is not a a a resource or what they call it retainer for the attorneys just come <laughs> on in and have a good time and meet right. and greet some great people yep. and maybe down the line you might you know have some other level of relationship but come on down and let's see how we can identify who's qualified to be an african-american attorney that's a